What is going on, everyone? Uh, John here with Zach Myers, uh, Missing Paul. This is episode, what, 38 of season two? This is episode 38 or season two, episode five, I believe. Correct. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Paul's not here. I wasn't here last week, uh, but uh, we're going to plow through this. We can't get all of us together, man. When touring starts, it's like it's so hard. I almost yes, thought about even I, like I almost thought about even like changing the format to like I was talking to a uh, Jelly Roll's wife because she was like she films like a whole season in like two weeks and then she's done. But I was like, but we do like news and current events, and she's like, yeah, we don't do that. We just like talk. But then we'd have to be basically an exclusive interview show, pretty much. Correct. I, like. I mean, we could we could. I think part of the the charm of ours is our our opinions on news. It's really stupid. Current I events. Think, yeah. 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 Like what? Yes. You know. So like my spear talk, I could, I'm two months ahead of the game. So I'm already through this next shine down tour through eight May or whatever. And so, cause there's nothing really of news per se. Yeah, but and, for and us, if, if you're touching on it, it's nothing like, it's not like immediate. Like you got, you'll talk about something that maybe recently happened and get their opinion on it, but it's not like, we're not talking about stuff that happened this week. We're not talking about uh, Build a Bear launching a new line of adult themed uh, teddy bears, dude. That was my favorite tweet when that when that girl goes, "Are we absolutely sure that we're not all we haven't all died?" <laughs> it's so crazy, like, dude. That's so wild to think about. That like, I would love to be in the in the pitch meeting for that. Like, I want to be in the meeting where the person's like, you know, what we need. Build, see, build a building for kids. We got enough of these kids. What about the adults who really want build a bears? And in my head, I'd be like, if I was in that meeting, I'd be like, none, no adults want build a bears because yeah, we already I, had beanie babies. And I get the idea of maybe, um, cause I used to, my ex-wife, we used to do it all the time. We'd come up, we'd stuff their bears and dress them up. So if you're a couple, I kind of get it. Or if you have kids, but the idea of going, the idea of Bethany and Zach going in there with Ollie and Avery uh, and building a, getting four stuffed animals for each other. And it just, there's something weird to the idea of just looking. Cause one of the bears is actually, I think a lion with a robe. And I think like a, a fake bottle of wine. He's like laying in front of like a fireplace. All right. It's like, dude, who are you showing that to? Simba? <laughs> I just, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, can you talk more about your, you and your ex-wife going stuffing Build-A-Bear? Like how, stuffing them. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, we'd stuff each other. No. So the only time I've actually ever bought a Build-A-Bear is my ex-wife. Like yeah. we, we, we bought them for each other, but I've, every time that I've gone by them at a ball, uh, which we do a lot of days off, it's next to a hot topic or a, Things remembered or whatever it is. But it's not uh, next to a Spencer's where they can just grab a dildo and put it with a put it with a polar right, put bear. It, <laughs> yeah, put it right inside a uh, narwhal and just crack the hell out. <laughs> it's a narwhal. It's it's a regular narwhal build a bear, but has a giant dildo on its head. Is, is that is that a sex toy yet? You think? Hold on, we can find out. Yeah, narwhal, I would, I'd be curious. Sex toy. Narwhal where maybe like sex toy. That, that it's for two girls. The head's a dildo, and like the tail flips up and down for the other female or something. Norwal sex toy. Yeah, I mean, come on. It says Norwal toy. This is on Etsy. They ain't gonna have this. Uh, glass Norwal butt plug. 
Done. There, there is a Norwal butt plug for sure. Uh, speaking oh. of butt plugs, you, <laughs> I was going, I, I was, I was going, the Build-A-Bear butt plug. Ooh. It's like a scratch. <laughs> Anytime the word speaking of butt plugs comes up and then you're about to say something else, I'm horrified. No, so I was gone last week doing uh, crew security for uh, yeah. Rock Legends crew. And uh, I do want to talk about that, but Zach had to go through the email. So usually I do it, I filter through whatever. And this is the first time Zach actually got to look. And man, the stuff I don't read on here, it makes me nauseous and sweaty. And I felt bad because I didn't really give Zach a heads up on what he's about to open up here. Uh, for back, for back, backlog purposes, I've never opened the email. I've never, John did the email and like, I've never been on it. I don't know who sends these emails. I know nothing. So going into that email and like, here's the thing. All, all I read was the things that they, that they were talking about for this past week. Like I didn't go read back any other emails, which now like I will never, that was my last time in that email. Unless you're not on here again. We have some psychopaths. Who listen to this yeah, podcast? It's, it's weird because it's like I, I don't think people realize. Yes, we're crazy, and but we play characters on this podcast, and I think the characters you play just exacerbate kind of who we are in real life. Yeah, but some people said did stories, or it went from like life advice and dreams to people literally spending three paragraphs telling us about their sex lives with like, and it ends with anyway. Hope you guys have a great week. Just wanted to share this with you. At what point Wild. did somebody – it's just crazy. Insanity. I just uh, – you know, for me, I don't – um, you know, it's – you're right. It's like life advice and all these other things, right? And uh, – but then you, you open these emails and it's like almost people like venting to us about anything that they've gone – like whatever, which is fine. But then like – what I'm saying is like the people who, that we read on the air, like there's some stuff that we don't read that I'm just like, what is happening? Like, here's the thing. I knew, like, if we ask girls to tell us like creepy stories about dudes, like I'm one of those guys that like, I'm so aware of how creepy men are. Like, cause I got, I got a lot of my, I have a lot of friends who are girls. Right. And they'll be like, yo, like this dude, like sent me like, you know, whatever soft dick pics, it, you know, name, name, whatever you want to name. Right. And right. so, I'm aware of like how creepy dudes can be, but like some of the stuff we were getting, I was just like, Oh, this is like, it made me like, I needed to take a shower. Yeah. Like I don't need to know how you shave your vagina. I'm, like, it's just, I, mean, I don't know. Like that, 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 that's not that. That's not that bad. Well, it's weird if it comes from a guy. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't even yeah. know how a man shaved his vagina. Correct. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you on that. Um, uh, it's a yeah. dark place. Yeah. That email though. I, I will say like I there and there's like one person who sends in like a bunch of emails that like, I only read a couple and I was like, all right. It's, it's like, it's like we're in the dark web, but our little rowboat of sup is on top floating on top of the dark web, yeah. like fighting off really dark shit. We're just on the top. And it's like, I'm pretty sure with the next year at this time, we'll be doing off market deals with Bitcoin through SUP. Like there's just, there's too much out there. And I, I, 
I somehow think people, yeah, maybe you're right. We are an access point to the gateway to hell. (laughs) To think we are, we're the TSA to the gateway to hell. You got to pass through us. We're the metal detector that you walk through before you go straight to hell. We're we're letting everything through. Fucking pineapple butt plugs. We don't care. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Did you know? I didn't know this. Um, did you know that there's a thing in the grocery store with pineapples to show to tell if you're a swinger or not? What's that mean? Okay. What do you mean? I'll, just to make sure, I want to. I heard that if you're in a grocery store and you put a pineapple in your cart upside down, that means that's how people know that you're a swinger. Oh, like, I, like an ID almost when you're in a public spot. Like yeah, a, like uh, yeah, yeah. Like if you're in a public spot, that's like your like I'm a swing. You know, that's your I'm a swinger T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe that, or if you're in the vegetable aisle, sucking off a cucumber, staring at someone, they, they're probably telling you the same thing too. What? Wait, like, so you what? Hold on. Think, Stop. You think, well, hold on. What if you're going by? You go. You don't tell Bethany you're at the store. And you guys pass each other. And you both got upside down pineapples. Yeah, that'd be sick, dude. That would probably happen, actually. Um, no, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't know, man. Like that's. Do you say these things to your mom? Like the stuff that pops in your head is what I'm wondering. Do you like, does this stuff like come out when you're like talking to your mom or whatever? Like if you like, you just like say, uh, not like wild sexual stuff. I just mean like a lot of your ideas are wild. So I just say, I mean, it just, I, I know enough to my audience. I'm not going to say in front of my priest or uh, certain people I respect. Well, you're, you're in Boston. You shouldn't say it in front of your priest. Cause that guy definitely touched you as a kid. So <laughs> Let's be, let's be cool, man. Like you were, you were molested as a child, dude. Come on. (laughs) We all know this. I don't know what I'm going on. My hair is like fighting me today. I don't know. It's driving me crazy. Um, so last night, uh, me and Matt went to dinner. I I picked up my mom and we went to, uh, this hibachi place that we love that we always go to. And on the way there, she goes, she goes, why are y'all making up stories that, uh, John uh, worked at the Secret Service on the podcast. I go, what are you talking about? She goes, I go, yeah, John was a Secret Service agent. She goes, the John that I've met. And I go, yeah. She goes, you're John. And I go, yes. And she goes, there is no way <laughs> he worked at the White House. What does that even mean? Because I mean, I think she watches the podcast. Does she watch this? I don't, she didn't watch the episode last week where we like talked about how you were secret service for a while, but like one of her friends, which is even scarier that her friends listen to the podcast and watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. John, John was in secret service. And I was like, yo, that's so wild to think a, my mom listens to the podcast B that she really, like, she really didn't believe that you were in the secret service. Like Pro- no I think clue. people would be- when they hear me on this, they assume I spent time in jail with Paul yeah. or, or I sell. Which we uh, haven't even addressed that. This, 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 maybe season. we talk about it. Maybe we talk about, maybe we make up, like maybe we think about the reasons that he went to jail. Cause we still don't know. He's never told me. I think it had something to do with fighting. It seems like it probably did. Yes. It, it was fighting, okay. um, fighting and, uh, arson. Uh, it involved <laughs> the hot air. In a hot okay. air balloon. Well, listen, we've all been it who hasn't been in a hot air balloon fight? Do you know what what I mean? is 
Do you buy your mom something for Valentine's Day? Like, what's the etiquette for that? Do you like? I do. So my I didn't this year because I was in Wisconsin for Valentine's Day. There's a a local um, chocolatier. I will say a local candy place here called Denstel's. Uh, It's been around since the fifties, I believe. Uh, my does mom, he deliver? Does he deliver chocolate to your house too, like the pop food guy, or is this like a? No, I gotta go. The, I gotta yeah, go. Yeah. I gotta go get gotcha. it. Gotcha. They make fun of me. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if we've ever talked about why they make fun of me on here for the pop. They always bring up the popsicle guy, but uh, they were staying at my Kent and John were staying at my house one time, and they claim that fifteen people were here in the time that it, I went to go vote, which I went to go vote less than a mile from my house. You, there was a guy, I mean, there was at least 15 people that we saw in the, in the yard. And I'm sure there's two people <laughs> walking around. The house. We saw a guy bring in bees into the yard. Bring, bring in, actual, in bees. He brought a beehive. He was getting rid of bees. Yeah, was getting rid of bees. 20 minutes later, another guy came in to remove those bees. <laughs> there was guys with machetes, popsicle guys, picking up trash, leaf blower guy, pool guy. There was just a random guy. I think he, he I think he jumped to the back of the truck with the B guy. It was the most insane. We're just drinking coffee going, man, this is this is insanity. So it was probably a Tuesday. If the pool guys were here as a Tuesday. But and then I guess on the same day the lawn people came. It was uh, a lot. I had a guy delivering I, so there's a company here in Memphis. We talked about this before. There's a company here in Memphis called Mem Pops, uh, which are the best popsicles in the world, I think. Yes, and during the pandemic, they started delivering. And then after the pandemic, uh, I just basically like I kept asking the owner, I'm like, hey, can you just keep delivering them? He's like, yeah. So like they've just kept delivering. So shout out to Chris from Mem Pops because they they always take care of me and and deliver. Um, but yeah, that day was that day <laughs> that day was wild. It's some of the the flavors are amazing from like the strawberry lemonades to oh, the, dude. the the Arnold Palmer Arnold, the Arnold Palmer popsicle from M Pops is the best popsicle of all time anywhere in the world. Anyway, could you imagine if he's like, hey, like my like, this is Chris talking. My wife and I made these new flavors. What do you guys think? And you and normally he writes about like the popsicle stick. What if you look down there like oh, vagina? Like what? You're just like anus. We're trying to go like, to <laughs> anus. <laughs> <laughs> anus popsicle yeah is this a noose is a noose <laughs> what kind of what's, what is it what kind of what's a, an anus berry always <laughs> <laughs> oh, like ooh, dad these are really good i've never heard of a i've never heard of a <laughs> what's a vagina berry is that a, like a yeah that's for us from africa yeah um, yeah i put some fruit it has like fish bones in it puss popsicle Uh, (laughs) i can't believe that was a very john thing to say um so yesterday i had somebody come out to look at my house for outdoor lighting and they were because we're going to put a bunch of lights on the house and stuff because my house is very dark if you can't see it you can't see it anyway because you can't get in the gate but um when you drive by my house it's very it's very dark and uh, so we had a guy come out yesterday and do so my, you know, you know, I don't have like traditional neighbors, like they, all the neighbors are pretty far away, but there is a house that's across the road from mine. And uh, the lady's name is Karen. Hopefully, I hope they don't listen to this podcast, but like, and they're, they're, they're cool. Like everybody in my name, everybody who lives 
on the on the lake is cool, right? And uh, she sent a picture to my wife of uh, there's a white Tesla. It was the guy that was coming to work on the design for the house. Was outside of my house for I don't know maybe five minutes. I was up here working. I didn't know that there was they were here yet. <clears throat> but literally within five minutes, sent a picture to my wife. I was like, "Hey, do you know whose car this is?" Out for, outside of your house, I'm Ooh. like, "I don't know." Community policing at its finest. Just mind your own business, maybe. You know. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like, what point? Well, it's the same people that cut up your Bethany's boxes and like stacked them for it. All of a sudden, like <laughs> that was the Wisconsin house. People get too involved. And Here's the thing. That's Denny. And I know Denny doesn't listen to this podcast because Denny doesn't know what a podcast is because he's in his 70s. Um, probably in his 80s, actually. Um, what they did was they they here's where Denny, here's where Denny went wrong. We still love Denny, but Denny always assumes that we're gone because we're never at that house a lot. Well, one time Denny walked in the house to put our mail in the house, and he went and grabbed the spare key from the secret hiding spot. Uh, that it's in under the rug. No, I'm just kidding. That's not where it is. But he knew where the key was uh, and went and grabbed it and let himself into the house to put the mail in the house. Well, my wife was in the shower. Oh, when he did this. So um, to my wife and granted, he didn't, then he didn't see anything. Um, but still, is there a chance Bethany said, Hey, I'm in the shower. You can come in now. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a text somewhere that was like <laughs> in the shower. Anytime is good. You know, like, no, I don't know. It was, it was just like a weird thing where like, he like, you know, like, but I will say this, he shoveled, you know, we get a lot in the wintertime, you get a lot of snow and ice up there. I woke up the other morning and I was like, ah, oh, you gotta, it's a, it's a, it's not even a town. Technically it's technically we live in a village. And, um, so we had to go and you, you gotta like, you can't park your cars on the street at night, which we, we don't, we gotcha. park them in the garage or the driveway. But, and then you got to shovel your part of the sidewalk. Like, cause that, like, that's just what you got to do. So I woke up the other morning and he had shoveled our sidewalk, which I thought was kind of nice of him. I thought that was pretty cool. But like, yeah, the time that he, dude, cause we were moving into that house, you know, and we were getting all of the appliances and stuff ready. And so there was, I mean, flattened out all flat. There was four feet of boxes flat. And dude, he cut, I mean, it had to be before nine o'clock in the morning, came over, cut up every single box of cardboard. There's at least 40 boxes, cut them up into an eight by 10 square and then ribbon tied them with like burlap, like rope. It was insanity because the, what happens is that because the town's so small, they won't if you leave any recycling outside the trash can, like if you got more than what will fit in the trash can, they won't pick it up, which is kind of lame. Gotcha. So yeah, they'll just it leave it there. Lame. So Denny, uh, well into his seventies, at least, uh, cut up every single box into like little eight by 10 squares and then did the thing. Um, God so bless you your heart, Denny. Denny, man. Uh, have you, uh, I have a question. Have you started what? Cause you watch I, any show I ever bring up, you've already watched it. Except, uh, what's that one you would can't watch? No, I watched that. The uh, one with Jason Bateman on Netflix. Oh, Ozark. I haven't started that yet. I'm not caught up. I I, I haven't even started the new season, honestly. And I haven't like, seen the new season of Cobra Kai either. I haven't either. So I got that. So I still have Cobra Kai. I got to start. I got to wait for my wife to start Ozark. But you know, we just finished Yellowstone, which I thought. Are you caught up on Yellowstone? I maybe uh, no. I got last week's to watch because I, I was away. It's uh, so good. 
Um, I, I, was, I love. The show. There's something I do want to talk about that later because I've my, one of my buddies told me something. But uh, have you started watching Pam and Tommy? Um, Sebastian Stan. I watched yeah. the first few episodes, um, and then I just got too busy. I want to finish it. I I saw that Tommy was pissed about it, which I find odd because he's the one that okayed it. Was actually a producer for the movie. See, so I don't is th- that true? And he's a producer because my buddy Jacob told me the same thing. And I, he was like, oh, no, he's a producer um, on the movie. And I'm like, there's no there's no fucking way he's a producer because they make him look like a complete fucking imbecile. Right. It, it is weird how they chose that part of it. I, know, I read that. I, I think I read that, that he was involved somewhere. I'm, looking, or, I'm on IMDb right now. I got to find it. Because, like, the girl who plays Pamela is great. I mean, Sebastian, Sebastian Stan as him is great. But, like, it's a pretty – I know Tommy pretty well. Like, I know Tommy very well. Um, right. It's great a pretty comment. big character caricature. Sorry. Yeah. It's a pretty big caricature of, of who he actually is. Like he's not like, it's not always like, Whoa, dude. Like he, it's very like, they make him look like a fucking dickhole. Right. Right. And I think they're they're, they're, the reason why they want people to watch it, the shock value, that small part of his life that they want to put into the microscope. But I don't know. I'm I'm just curious how they fish it out or everybody. I mean, I I think it's, I'm on, I'm on like, uh, He's not a producer. Is he involved in any way? He's not involved in any way. Dave Franco's a producer, though. Seth Rogen and Dave Franco are both producers on it. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's involved in any way. Because my buddy, the other night, my buddy Jacob told me that. He goes, I think that he's like, he's a producer. And he was talking about Sebastian Stan. I'm like, dude, there is no way. Even if like you have the best sense of humor about yourself, there's no way you're going to look at that guy playing you and go, oh, yeah, this is fine. Because they make him look like a fucking prick. Yeah. Which isn't the case. People would talk shit about him. I mean, it may have been back then. I didn't really. That was in the 90s. I didn't know him in the 90s. I met him early 2000s, I believe. And he was, he's always been cool. You know, listen, he's, I always call Tommy forever 17, right? Like he's always going to be like the, a kid at heart. But like, yeah. I've never known him to be like the guy like they're portraying. And like, they portray him as like a fucking idiot too. Like, I mean, this motherfucker has got like three brain cells. Like, and Sebastian Stan does a good job of it. But again, it's it's pretty pumped up in the sense of like his ridiculousness. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the rest of it though. I'm, I think I'm on like episode five or something like that. I'm not, it's not, I'm not. Who would play you in a documentary? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, people used to always say that I look like Seth Rogen, which I don't, I've never gotten that. I don't really see it. People post a picture of me with glasses and go, and next to Seth Rogen in glasses, like, oh, he looks like Seth Rogen. I'm like, I do not look like Seth Rogen. I mean, more like Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. I do look a little bit like Ed Sheeran, I guess. Um, But I don't know if that's, uh, um, I don't know if that's like a, a thing that like, I don't know if he would play me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of like an actor. Jeremy gotcha. Renner, maybe. Yeah, if he dyed his hair, maybe. I think Jeremy Renner could be. He's the work. I don't think he's like a super like tall dude or anything. I think we could. We could Samuel Jackson, maybe you think. Oh, listen, the guy's got range. 
<laughs> Yo, so I was talking about this the other day. So <laughs> what happened? So I'll, I'll bring up the Yellowstone thing because this is why I, this is why I was thinking about this. Talking about people playing people outside of their their nationality or race or religion or whatever, and playing a, a character that's not you know. Yeah. Because right now, like you know, Tropic Thunder is one of our our band as a band that's our like our favorite movie of all time. But you couldn't make Tropic Thunder today. Like they wouldn't let Robert Downey Jr. do that, even though one of the greatest characters in movie history uh, of comedic movie history, they wouldn't let him do that. Um, I guess there was an issue with, if you watch Yellowstone, um, I'm terrible with, with character names for the most part, especially when I, when I blaze through the series, you know, in three weeks, um, Casey's wife, the native American girl. Yep. Um, apparently she's not native American. Apparently she's Asian. And looks Native American, but apparently, like, there's like some online petitions, like trying to like, like, oh, uncast her because she's not Native American. Here's the thing: I get though people want to cast Native Americans in those roles, uh, but there's not a lot of Native American actors that I can think of. There, they maybe there are, but I can only really in movies you always see the same five, six people. If there's a part for a Native American, that's who they're playing. I didn't know the girl was Asian. She looks very Native American to me. She she looks she blends into that role, I think, very well. Um, my wife hates that character, hates her more than any character. But what I was thinking the other day is like, I <laughs> I made a joke and I was like, man, I could see this actually happening because Daniel Day Lewis can play anybody. But I was, we were sitting around the fire the other night and I was like, man, can you imagine one day like you're watching a trailer and it's just like, you know, the, the build up music. And then you hear like the, I have a dream. And like Daniel Day Lewis as Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> because he, he can do it. He plays, I mean, look at the guy's Lincoln. Like I always say that there's only two movie characters I've ever seen in my life where I felt like I wasn't watching a character on a movie. One was Heath Ledger's Joker and one was Daniel Day-Lewis's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, it would be fascinating. I've been to the mountaintop and it's just Daniel Day-Lewis as Martin Luther King Jr. Dude, people, people would be so mad, but there would be people like, he nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? God bless his heart. Crushed yeah. it. Crushed it. I'm okay to be proud. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was just like, I can't imagine like people that doing that. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is I, <laughs> He's going to win an Oscar for it, probably. I think the people, the, the biggest problem in Hollywood has been like the whitewashing, I, I guess you would call it, where – a certain character should be given to a, uh, a an African American or Asian or Native American, whoever it is, and they just give it to whatever. And the people arguing for it are, well, if we want the best actor actress in this position. And I get that, but there are very qualified people, especially for me when I watch read the comic books and stuff and see him break the film. Uh, like in Doctor Strange, the ancient one was portrayed by Tilda Swilton. Uh, but the comic book, she's an Asian, an Asian, uh, bear or an Asian woman or a man. I can't re- recall whatever, but they whitewashed that character to give her this, people are upset because it's not true to why don't they have a, an Asian person playing this person? Why don't they have a black person? Play? Why they gender swap and stuff like that. So I, I, I kind of see both sides of it. I'm all for giving the best person the job. But if the job calls for a Native American woman, if you tried your 
Dardistified this actress. And then, you know what? You go to the next best thing and you make it work. But I don't think there's anything malicious behind it. I don't either. I, I, I don't think there's, I mean, maybe back in the day there was, but I agree with yeah, you. Oh, like, sure. I, I agree with you in the sense of that. Like, I don't like whitewashing, washing stuff either. Just, but it's, it's the same thing as right. Like, I don't, you know, when they were making the little mermaid and they're like, Oh, it's going to be this girl. I'm like, I don't care about who it's going to be. Don't remake the little mermaid. Like that's for me is like, don't I, I'm against remaking. You could cast the same fucking people that were in the first one. I'm against remaking good movies. I think if Correct. you remake bad movies and make them better, I think that's okay. I never liked the show 21 jump street as a TV show. The movies are fucking hilarious, right? Oh, so that second one. That's a, dude, that second one, like very, very rarely is the sequel funnier than the first one in comedy dude. movies. 22 Jump Street is leaps and bounds funnier than the first one. So underrated. Dude, that scene, the scene where where Ice Cube, where he's where he finds out he's dating Ice Cube's daughter. Yes. Dude. I was on the ground in the movie theater. Like that was yeah. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But when it comes to that, like talking about picking a different person to play or whatever, like here's what I don't think people understand. I don't think the, this day and age, it's not, it's not, there's no malice behind it. Right. I think what you got to understand is there's people who are putting up millions and millions and millions of dollars into this movie who have no really yeah. skin in the game. I'm mean, like producers of movies put in millions of dollars, sometimes hundreds of millions of dollars to make a movie. And so if, if there's not, a character or if there's not an actor that plays that character necessarily well, then you got to go with who the bever, the, the best actor is and because you want to make your money back. And it's not about race. As far as I know, I'm, I'm sure there has been cases in the past that were yeah, about race and fuck those people. You know, if they, if they're like, well, I'm going to put a white guy here because it's going to make me more money then fuck that person. But I, I feel like, if you do that and you and you're just you're making a movie to make the best movie and you gotta you gotta make people happy because they want the best actor, then that's then that's that. You know what I mean? Like I don't you know, I've I've probably seen a hundred movies where a, a, a Mexican person plays a Latin Latin plays a Native American person. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Hispanic people play Native Americans all the time in movies and no one bitches about it. I think I, I'm thinking because of the Yellowstone thing is it's such about like when you get to that arc of the story, where, where whenever it switches to that arc of the story, it's so based in the roots of Native American history, and like yes, they do a really good job of telling the story about that, like you know about how like the Columbus Day thing is you know and all these things, and she's a teacher and she kind of teaches Native American history. It's really cool to see, and they they do do a good job of it. So to me, it's like why would you even be upset about it? Because like they're doing a great job of representing your culture right and your people and your history you know that you know again talk about the ultimate whitewash <laughs> we, we you know we, we whitewash their history uh in every history but every history book i growing up and i was like christopher columbus and now as an adult i'm like fuck christopher columbus yeah i wish he had covid yeah you know imagine, imagine if yellowstone was like oh we got the, we got the perfect indian for it. it was actually a guy from india or a girl from india and they're like, oh, come on, yeah. come on. Oh, it's danny trejo yeah, it's like <laughs> Danny, Danny I know that chest tattoo. I know yeah, that chest tattoo. There's no way that Danny Trejo is Native American. 
Yeah, is is that Machete? I don't in the in the wilderness over there. If he's Native American. This guy's been typecast as as the wrong thing for a very long time in his life. Oh, um, uh, have you? God. Did you see the uh, the Juwan Howard uh, slap the other day? I saw the slap. I saw the press conference. I saw the fine, but I don't. I heard him talk about what happened, but I never saw what happened to get him that agitated. So the. He's a scary guy too when he's mad. Yeah, he, he definitely looked pretty frightening. Um, the the original thing apparently was is that my brother. I watched the video and I didn't see this, but I watched the video and apparently what they said happened was that he they were um Wisconsin was up pretty big uh, at yes. the end of the game, and he called a timeout, which is you know. Again, it's not against a rule, but it's kind of it's kind of a dickhead thing to do, right? So the thing that happened was is that he he walks up to the coach for Wisconsin walks up to Juwan Howard, and from what my brother said was that he put like Juwan Howard didn't want to shake his hand, and that like he put his hand like in his chest. I didn't see this happen, um, but. You know, apparently that's what happened. I didn't see that, but and then the retaliation is always the one that flagged. The retaliation is the only, always the thing that gets flagged. The referee never sees the initial. No, ever. The referee has never seen the initial contact. So it's 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 kind of especially if it's professional and you're a professional coach and you've got a professional team. You're all professionals. If you mess up, you mess up, but. What are your as a coach, especially for college kids that try to learn sportsmanship and teamwork and all that stuff? When someone like that does that, deserved or not, do you think it's a detriment to the sport? Um, like what if you what if Ollie and Avery ten years from now? It's not a good look, right? Like it's not right, right? You know, it's not a good look to do that. But I, I'll say this: uh, I I just watched the video again. Um, apparently. Uh, John Howard didn't want to shake the, I don't know the other coaches. Uh, I don't know the other coach's name, but didn't want to uh, shake the other coach's hand. So he was, tries to walk by him and just say, whatever, good game. And the guy does grab his arm. I just watched it. And you don't, you know, if a guy that's already hot like that, he's mad. He lost the game. Sense of pride. Yeah. He got pride. And then you called a timeout, which is a super douchebag move. And then you try to grab him to make your shake your hand. Like that's not going to go well, but it, to me, when I watched the the slap part, it certainly looked like that he, you know, kind of like was trying to like grab at someone and then someone's head was just kind of in the way. Like he didn't mean to like if that guy's gonna be in that moment, like Juwan Howard's not gonna open hand slap anybody. He's punching someone. Yeah, yeah, especially him, how he played the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, dude, he imagine was on- this this thing blows up to proportion where it, ha- it it's to the point where Daniel Lee Lewis plays Juwan Howard. <laughs> Oh man, that's a great made TV movie, by the way. I would, oh, I, I would be, I would be super into watching that. Um, yeah, yep. I mean, I mean, he was wasn't Juwan Howard on the Bad Boys? Wasn't he on the Michigan? He was. He Fab also was five? on you know, Washington too, I think. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, he's been suspended for the rest of the regular season, which I'll be honest, felt, four it was like, games. It's like four games. Yeah, felt a little. I don't know, maybe a two game suspension, like. I get, they're just trying to make examples out of people, man. Like that's the thing. How long was like Ron Artest and those guys, or uh, what's that? Our guy with Charles Sprewell, when he choked out PJ Carlissimo or whatever, was he suspended long time? 
Or has has the suspensions changed over? Because I remember back, like the Rado Test Fighter, when Shaq pushed, uh, uh, who was that guy? Not Vin Baker. Some of those guys back in the day, Kwame Brown or whatever. Like it was a big deal. Like oh, maybe a game. Now you knock out LeBron by accident, or you elbow someone. They're talking. Oh, it's got to be at least a week. So I'm wondering why the the level of violence never really changed. It just seems the punishment got worse and worse. Why is uh, that? ten games for coaching out coach? for choking out coach Carlismo. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like now because of social media stuff, I feel like they, they feel like they have to make an example out of people, which is a little bit weird to me. I, I feel like, but you know, yeah, I don't know, baby. I mean, I guess you're right. Cause I saw that clip on TikTok through like a Facebook ad that I was just like, that's how I heard about it. Cause I didn't even watch the news that or the ESPN that day. And, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe because everyone has such access to stuff happening real time and posting about it that they have to reprimand people for it. Because you don't want you don't want that to happen. I mean, you don't wish actions like that to take place. But yeah, no, seems- but you know, like, listen, man, I'm not a professional athlete, but when I play sports like that, I get in that same way. Like, I'm I'm so competitive, and I can imagine that that guy being a an amazing college player, a great NBA player. And now he's trying to be a great coach and he's got a program that's, that's done well in the past. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, and he was on that team, right? Like, it's it's his alma mater. So you're trying to do good, but like when you're in that moment and you don't want to shake somebody's hand, just don't like, you know, this guy who's a foot and a half shorter than him trying to force him to shake his hand. Like that's not going to go well. And it's weird because he played a league where you could really foul people and earn your sixth foul. And he never reacted that way before. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. He's never, that. That, never that dirty type of player. So I, I, maybe something was said. I don't know. I wish. I'm I wish. Into- I wish they would. I wish they would have talked about what was said. I would have loved to know what what the guy said. But he was just like he. You know, I watched the press conference. He's like, yeah, the guy called a play. I didn't like him. Blah, blah blah. He tried to make me shake his hand. I didn't feel like it. And then it turned into what? But the crazy part was when everyone else started brawling around them. Like yes. I love that. Like the like the the uh, the after effects of something like that are always good because you're all fired up. You're ready to go. Like it's it's pretty amazing. Have you watched any of the Olympics? I, I didn't Besides watch stories or oh, it's so weird. I, I usually watch one stitch of the Olympics after, it's, after the Super Bowl, my TV was still on. So I watched the mono Bob <laughs> thing or just one yep. guy running with that thing. I yep. thought that was okay. But yeah, I, I didn't watch maybe the first time in my life where I didn't watch one single thing. It's weird. I mean, I watched the, some of the Sean white stuff when I could and the athletes I do, um, but I do. You, it just seems so weird, though. I don't know whether sports got too political, whether it's intentional or not. And it just got the drama with where it was being held in China and the COVID. And I felt bad. I feel bad for the athletes who couldn't really enjoy this moment because it wasn't a real Olympics, right? It, it's it almost was super like weird. it's almost like when the Lakers won the the NBA championship in the bubble. Like to me, yes. there's an asterisk next to everything in this Olympics. Like you know, they could, they weren't supposed to bring their cell phones. They were in fucking China. You know, they were. It's uh, you know they weren't. You know, there were so many rules, restrictions, and all this stuff to where it's like it's like they're trying to compete at a level where I assume outside of figure skating, where you're not screaming at the people cheering them on, that yeah. people live on it. Imagine you. Imagine shutting down 10 other bands have to go to like this tournament where it's, you get a play to get the most crowd reaction and there's no crowd. And it's like, how do you 
do what you do without some of that interaction, without those flags waving, without like the, it just seemed you couldn't even go back to your coach. If you're a figure skater without throwing your mask back on and all this shit. It's like, dude, it's, I, I really truly felt bad for the athletes. No, I can't imagine. And like, you don't, you know, in the past Olympics, I'm sure you got to go and you got to have fun and you got to oh. do all these things. Like it would hit down condoms. Like you're a bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, uh, I don't know. I for me, it's you know. Imagine being that one. Imagine that being that one guy, especially with the Summer Olympics. You're like, you're like the captain of like the Cambodian team or like the Cameroon team, or and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna sleep with like eight different countries. Just like that competition where it's like I'm gonna be in an orgy with like it's gonna be like Ellis Island up in this bitch where it's just like people. You know, I mean, I don't know how much it was. Like, I bet they like, I bet they had curfews. I bet they had to stay in there. I mean, oh. I'm sure, I'm sure Olympians have always had curfews in, in some way, shape, or form. But like, I'm sure the restrictions were crazy tight. But dude, you imagine just like what <laughs> that would be. That would to do that though. You're either from a, you're either from a European country, or you're from oh, America, you're French, or you're, or you're from America, where you're yes, just like, you- I'm gonna sleep with like a bunch of women on or on different. Sport, just to get in their head so they lose but you can't do it with your own country right because you can't get no, in their yeah. head you don't want because your fucking you know what I mean you're like you're like Michael Phelps and like you're telling your teammate you gotta sleep with that Australian team girls you gotta sleep with uh, that French guy get with him get with his girlfriend possibly sleep yeah, yeah, with yeah. that coach. bang somebody <laughs> else's girl yeah and then That's hold up signs the yeah, yeah, you, you want them to, you want them to fall apart in, in the middle of the games dude Hold up the rubber and throw it in the swimming lane. Oh my god! <laughs> what uh, is happening right now? Imagine that. No, uh, I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> Speaking of another thing in sports, uh, all over the news today, I saw that that uh, Aaron Rodgers posted a very cryptic uh, Instagram post, which I thought I thought was really good. You know, him is him and his fiance broke up. But yes. he, he posted this thing where it was like, you know, I'm thankful for her and like, like posted pictures of her, posted pictures of the team. team. And it was almost like, I like, I feel like now like, he's out of Green Bay. This is over. Where Where is he going? Because you know, know. Tom Brady's coming back. We got, a, we got a special guest coming in though right now. Hold on. Oh, God. Special guest. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Damn. He uh, he's probably still caught up on the Juwan Howard uh, discussion. He's still stuck on Petty Hardaway. He did a did you did you watch you watch his Monday Night Quantum series last night from 1992? No. Please run IV camp. This man this man is the guy who taught me. This is the motherfucker who taught me how to work my shit. Yeah, his laptop has COVID. Yeah, I don't know what's going on right now. Oh, that's cool. You look different. Yeah, I love your uh, word art. Yeah. I like your ninja star. There he is. Look at that. That Traeger hat on, Daddy? Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's that Traeger hat, baby. That Traeger hat, baby. Where do you think Aaron Rodgers is going? Oh, Is he staying in Green Bay? You don't think so? No, not after that post today. Was the post today about like his... I didn't see his post. I heard about the one from last night or yesterday about how he was thanking everybody else. Football people is very, very thankful. Uh, it was a really good post. He, he posted about Shailene Woodley, uh, his yep. fiance now ex fiance that just broke yep. up. 
Um, but he was like, you know, listen, like she taught me a lot. Like, thanks for being in a relationship. I'm like, it was very like, it was very adult. It was very an adult post. It was very adult. Um, but yeah, I mean, it made it definitely sound like he's not, you know, it doesn't sound like he's staying there. It sounds a, like, I mean, you know, I don't, but I mean, it doesn't sound like he's staying there, but what are honestly, what are his better options? Here's the thing. I don't think it's about better options for him. I think he wants a situation to where, which we've talked about this on the podcast before. Like, I feel like, I feel like as a, more than any sport, maybe as a quarterback of a football team, I feel like the GMs, you know, GMs still treat players like slaves a lot. You know what I mean? Not, 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 not that they're not slave. You know what I mean? These guys have great lives, but they're, they're treated as employees. That's a better word. Yeah. They're treated as employees. And I think, more than any sport, I feel like a quarterback should be in direct communication with the GM about who that GM hires. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, and I felt yeah. like I thought his press conference was really good when he was like, you know, I would like to at least have a little bit of say of who I'm passing the ball to. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so the what? Oh, one hundred. And most and most quarterbacks have for what they get paid or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think a quarterback should be involved in those discussions, not just like this is who we're getting deal with it. And I feel like that's what he felt like was happening. But the post where where it started getting where it looks like you know it says to the men I got to share the QB room with every day, Matt Nathaniel Luke, and he tags Jordan Love and Kurt Benkert, and he goes, "You guys have made the day so much fun. I'm so thankful for the day laughs. Uh, you brought me every week of the year. I love you guys. Like, dude, that means." That sounds very goodbye-ish. Yeah, especially to the Friday crew and he, uh, yeah, uh, Randall Cobb um, and all the other people he tagged here. I don't know. I don't know who they are. Uh, I loved. I loved every moment we got to spend together this year. Your love and support was overwhelming. I cherish the friendships I have with each of you. Now, this kid means that some of these people are moving on too. True, <laughs> but that that certainly sounds like he's moving on. That doesn't no, sound I like think a, so too. Uh, and now, whether it's a whether what's the better situation for him. I don't know, but I, I have heard that he was building a house in Nashville, but listen, we heard from a very good, reliable source. Who was a friend of mine who saw in the flesh, Tom Brady and Giselle in Nashville, checking out schools for their kids. That was a real thing that happened, but he didn't obviously end up going to the Titans. So could you imagine that Facebook post and you looked out the bottom? He's like, Oh, thank you, Jerry, the King Lawler for all the years of friendship. <laughs> it's like some random thing where it's like, Thank you, Five for Fighting, for your music. And getting, <laughs> it's like, five for what? Fighting. Five for Fighting. I would like to thank Daniel Powder for writing uh, the song Bad Day. Um, you know, I, yeah, I Five for Fighting and uh, Vertical Horizon are going on tour this spring. That tracks. Yeah. That's happening. That's is it vertical happening. with uh, uh, the two main guys? Because yes, they're not getting along? No, I, I think it's the lineup from like their biggest album. I think is what they advertise it as. So I don't know oh, what okay. album that would be. They've only I done mean, two, Sean, right? Uh, Sean's not out playing bass with John Mayer right now. Here's the thing, though. I think the drummer, the original drummer, because I toured. You know, we did that Zach Myers band, Stroke Nine, Vertical Horizon thing, and uh, damn, yeah, dude, bangers. Um, good merch, good merch on numbers like that. <laughs> I don't know what the merch numbers are, <laughs> honestly. I'll tell you what, uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. Um, Vertical Horizons had some, dude, they've had some, they've had more mem- members than Ingram Hill. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Ingram hasn't had that many members. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you know, people play with them. How about that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
Yeah, there's a lot. Sean Hurley uh, was, the, was the original bass player. Keith Kane wasn't that the wasn't that the guy? Yes, Keith Kane is the is the second guy. Not Matt. Matt Scanlon is the main guy, right? No, no, I know Matt Scanlon's the main guy, but but Keith Keith Kane's the other dude. He was the other songwriter and guy. They, yeah, and they 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 both sang songs in earlier on yeah. in there before the really big stuff. Yeah, and then uh, Ed Toth, who was the drummer for their biggest record when I was there, he plays for the Doobie Brothers now, which I knew because I saw him at a Doobie Brothers show. So that's right. kind of interesting if if they all get back together. I don't see that happening. But Well, they um, got two big hits, right? Two monsters. Three. Um, they have two monster monsters, and they have more yes. than – and then they have other hits on top of that. But Everything You Want, Smash – and best I ever had. Best I ever had smash. Uh what's the um what's the other one? There's you're another. a god. You're a god is a great yeah. song. Yeah. Fantastic song. Um, all right. Something happened at the airport the other day, and I was wondering how long this is gonna be able to happen. I was I walked through and then I got to the gate and they did an announcement over the whole airport and they go, Um, if you're a woman who's left a bag of women's clothes Mm-mm. and a carry-on bag Mm-mm. at at the TSA security point, please come get it. If you're a woman who has left a bag of women's Not clothes, anymore. I'm like, how long are you going to be able to say that? I, I, if I think that's state, pen, state depending, if you're in California, you're not saying that right now. I was, well, why? That's just the weirdest. What state were you in? Right. I was in Wisconsin. Was, it was in Milwaukee. Yeah. That's in Wisconsin. If you're in New York, California, that is not, they don't, they are, I bet you they already don't say that. If you've left a bag of clothing, Yes. Right. If you have an X or Y or both chromosomes in your bloodstream, please pick up your shit. I just thought I was like, I heard it. And like, it's crazy that we've been like, almost like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I was going to say Uh-oh. the word indoctrinated enough where like, that's not okay to say, you know what I mean? Like, it's not okay. Like usually like you see a bag and there's like panties and like a spaghetti strap. It's definitely John's. It's definitely yeah. John's. It could be Sean Zorch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You could go, you know, oh, a, a bag of women's clothes. You can't say that anymore. I was like, they said it, and I was like, oh, that's bold. Yeah, yeah. So well, it, is, it is wild that your that your radar goes off for that now. You, yeah, that, you're like, like nor, in five years ago, you wouldn't, that wouldn't even have crossed your mind. Yeah, that, it was very yeah. strange to even even think about that. Um, I thought that I thought that was very uh, very strange. All right, so I, I got to tell you this other story. So. Um, this isn't a gripe, but um, I almost beat the shit out of two preteen boys. Um, so- sounds like a gripe to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's why. I went with we went- a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a search for that. Uh, that's how you end up on to catch a predator. Um, so I, we were at a birthday party. Uh, one of our friends in Wisconsin, this guy, Ryan, had a birthday party at this big swimming place. It was open to the public, but we had like a private room upstairs and then all the kids went down to swim. So there's a locker room that you go in to change. And, and I had my son, I had my kids with me. So like getting, I'm getting Ollie changed while we go swimming. We come back. It's, it's a party for like a, uh, like a two-year-old, but there, you know, there's a lot of, Kids around Ollie J, Ollie's age there, five, six years old. So we go in the shower, shower Ollie off, go back out in the locker room, getting him dressed. There's two kids in, in separate showers, probably 13, maybe 112, 113. Maybe, maybe the kid was 14, but I don't know. And they're like in the shower. Again, there's probably eight, nine kids in here around Ollie's age. And they're like going, ah! 
sucky, sucky. Oh uh. man. And so like, I'm like, I, what like, the I, I, I push it down. I push it down. Cause I'm like, uh, it's, I'm, I'm not going to jail with wet hair. You know what I mean? Like I, this isn't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to jail in a swimsuit. Like I, let me just, I'm going to cool out. Yeah. And they just kept doing it and they kept getting louder and they kept getting louder. And you could tell other people in the, in the, in the, in the locker room were very uncomfortable, even adults that were with their kids, but it's Wisconsin. So everyone's polite. No one's going to, no one's going to be the hood rat from Nutbush like me. So I, then I noticed when my kid's uncomfortable, he starts getting closer to me Mm -hmm. and he started doing that. And I was like, that's, that's a wrap. Like I could tell he was uncomfortable. So I waited till most of the kids left the room. It was pretty much only me and Ollie in there and they were still doing it. So I go, yo, knock it off. And they did for about 20 seconds and then they just kept doing it. So I go, and this is where I could get arrested. I fucking fling the shower curtain open on a 14 year old boy. I go, shut up, shut the fuck up now. And then I go to the other kid. I go, you shut the fuck up too. This is a true fucking story, by the way. I, I kind of feel a little bit. Oh, it gets worse. It gets fucking worse. It was I'm actually already, Chris Allen. I do. <laughs> Sean Zorn. He was actually 40. I just say he looks 15. Oh. So I was just, and they kept doing it. And then like, so literally I get Ollie dressed and you can tell Ollie's still nervous. I go, Hey man, I'm sorry. I yelled in front of you. And he's like, it's okay. He's like, they were being mean. And I go, yeah, they were being mean. So I get him dressed. And then I hear, I'm, but I'm being quiet the whole time I'm getting dressed. So I hear the, the younger one go to the big one. Is that guy still here? And I just walk back in there. I go, yeah, I'm fucking still here. Like I was so hot. So then get all dressed, leave. There's a lady outside of the locker room sitting there with another kid. And, and I, I see my, my brother-in-law. So I go to tell him the story and I'm like, still fucking coming down, trying to get my fucking heart rate lower. And uh, I hear the lady go, was it two boys? And I go, yeah, they're in there. She goes, I'm so sorry. They're with me. She goes, I run a group home. I'm like, fuck me. Of course, fucking orphan little kids. I fucking, here's the thing though. And I felt bad about it. And I told my wife, I'm like, I feel like, I feel like shit. She's like, listen, if they're like being like sexually explicit and they were saying curse words too. Did they know you were in there with Ollie? Like they didn't know a five-year-old was around. Oh dude, they could, there were, when they started doing it, there were 10, 11 kids Ollie's age in there. Oh, like it was a yeah. loud room. Like there was a lot yeah, of kids yeah. changing. There was a lot of, lot going sure. on. So yeah, I, I, dude, I was, anyway, I almost beat the fuck out of two 13 uh, year old boys. Did Orphans. you have the urge to go Naked back in there and be like, at least I, at least I have a father and then slam the curtain. <laughs> <in. laughs> You piece of shit. Sorry, guys. I'm out here being a good father or something you guys don't know fuck about. And then. <laughs> yeah. God, dog. <laughs> see, this, see this little five-year-old boy right here? He's got a dad and it's me. <laughs> fuck you two non-little dad having little bitches. Anyway, Ooh, listen, learn your fucking manners. Don't be a little asshole in front of Listen, and then, but the reason I felt bad was I kind of thought back to, I was fucking probably doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know if That's I was the thing is that it's hard to relate like because that. you, because you know, like when you think back, you're like, man, I was probably one of those idiots doing the same stupid stuff. I was probably stuff. doing the same stuff. And probably and I, some adult like got onto us and then we giggled about it and kept doing it because you're teenagers and teenagers don't care about anything. Yeah. 
That's true. And, and so, I was probably, that's why I think that's why I felt bad about because I was probably the same yeah. kid. By the way, little kids, uh, if you're watching this, uh, we know you don't have a dad if you're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are, I'm sorry that I cursed and yelled at you, but you were being assholes in front of a bunch of five year old kids. And I, you know, you know, you know why I'm never going to be able to coach any of my kids' sports teams because I'm Juwan Howard. Because <laughs> you'll fight the other coaches. I'll fucking fight everybody, dude. I went to my nephew's game last week. And there was a coach that was like, he was just like, it was like he was coaching like in March Madness. <laughs> the kids are, the kids are nine years old. Yeah. yeah and he's just like much. screaming. I'm like, this guy's fun. like, I couldn't be with this dude. Like I, 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 I couldn't, I could, this is not something I can do. Um, so you went to the locker room after the game and pulled back his shower and said, you stop coaching. <laughs> John, do some, oh, do some, do some dreams. Let's get out of here. I got, I got someone coming over here to look at lighting on my house. Of course you do. John the Shaman, keeping you on track. All you gotta do is touch his big old sack of mail. All right, so maybe this is a maybe a, this is a statement that we have to assess. I, uh, it's filthy, but anyway, here we go. Uh, this is a male or a human. I want to open this up by initially saying thank you for just being you guys. I appreciate every ounce of energy you guys put into this because some days the show is the only thing uplifting me in the day. Oh, that being said, I am 22 and am and was in a relationship. It's kind of weird that we have people this young listening to this bullshit for two and a half years at the same time with this writing. My family isn't much involved in my life anymore. God damn it. These are the two kids that were in the shower. Yeah. And some guy came and yelled at me the other day, and I'm just trying to figure out how to emotionally deal with what happened. I look it's young so, for my age. And, uh, right. <laughs> and Ed Sharon screamed at me the other day. Looking at my, <laughs> my family isn't much involved in my life anymore. And even after trying to mend relations, they don't feel like family. The beautiful girl I'm engaged to has been in my life for coming up to nine years. She has become my family. Her family became my family. Now she tells me she isn't happy with her life as a whole. And in turn, she wants to end our relationship. The day I'm writing this is the day I'm writing this. She is supposed to decide if we're going to work together or not on this. I guess my question overall is how does one go on from their first love that shared everything and healed each other's trauma to something else? But if she decides to stay together, the flip side question, I guess, would be, how do we work through this? Sorry to be emotional. If you get to this, thank you in advance. To John, I'll follow up afterwards in the following week if this airs. Awesome. Bold of you to think it's only going to take a week. Uh, I mean, you know, the thing about losing, you know, most of us lost our first love, I feel like, that we thought was our first love in our teens. So in a way you got a little bit of a disadvantage in that sense, but also in the, in the advantage way, you're still, you're 22. Yeah. Most how of the many, people many, in my life at 22 are no longer in my life. Yeah. So Most of them. What, what, do you guys have a friend that you've known for the longest in your life that, that was with their partner is still together to this day? Like what's the longest you've known of someone? I mean, Justin's been with his wife since college. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's 47. And I'm, you now? I'm like, I'm 52. <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, 57. Um, yeah, Anna and I have been together a long time. Zach Mack has been together with uh Jesse for since like 19. 
Yeah. And they got, got married. Got they got married it. at 19. Um, I didn't get married till I was 28. Wait, why was he arrested for No, that? I was just kidding. Was, oh. Um, uh, but, but in general, most people that I know are not with the person they were with at 22. No. no. God, no. I know you're one not the same. Here's the thing. As, at, 22, at 22, you tell yourself you're an adult. You're when not. you get into your 30s, you go, I'm a, I was a kid at 22. Yeah. If you're, uh, I'm embarrassed by my 22 year old self. If, but if, if, when you're 32, if you're not embarrassed by your 22 year old self, you either, either two things, um, you did not do 22 correctly or you have not grown <laughs> or you're doing 32 incorrectly. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you I, know, you know, I was, I was, I had just joined Shinedown prior to, to turning 22. So I, I was having a good time, but I, I definitely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want my my 22 year old self as a father to my kids. Absolutely not. Jesus. Same here. Absolutely right. not. And so, I mean, to apply it to the, the that email or that question, I don't. That that is the blessing. Is that only 22? That does not. If it goes the poorly or the wrong way, I mean, there's no, there's no What's, like, there's no getting around that or softening the blow. It's gonna suck real bad. And, and it's gonna be heartbreaking. It's gonna take time. But if he's 22 now, they begin to other nine years, dude, they were, that doesn't even make sense. Like, how are you with someone? Since you were 13? Yeah. Like what? Like that's, 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 for, sure your, that's for sure. Your first love though, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, hundred percent. You're, you're, you're well, doing yeah. that. That's a, that's a whole, that's a whole ordeal, you know? Side question. What was the first <laughs> slow dance you guys danced to? Like, like grade school. That's probably, oh, boys to, probably boys to men. I was thinking, well, I was thinking about this that like last well doing the concert uh, of 1992. There were a lot of slow dances from that. Uh, maybe it was either it could have been Bed of Roses um, by Bon Jovi. Could have been Everything I Do I Do It For You. Man, banger! That was a Titanic song. I think one of the first Titanic. You can't. Oh yeah, there's no real, real beat to that. Slow no. dance. Slow dance. It could have been End of the Road. I mean, like End of the road. anything from End that little. There were some such like power ballads from that era that were all middle so school. So many good ones, dude. Yeah. So Seal. Many good ones. Oh, dude. Seal. Dude, Kiss from a Rose is one of my oh. little brother's favorite songs Come of all on. time. And November Rain was always great uh, because it's such a long song. You got a really good long slow dance. Yeah, you could get up that t shirt, baby boy. Yeah. And then the end it's it gets weird real how, intense. How That's how when you start. Slow songs uh, have, yeah. It seems like slow songs have actually changed over time. Like you couldn't. You could go to your kid's uh, prom right now and hear no. November Rain. Like, so <laughs> no. What, so what, what took the place of November Rain that's out there right now? That's what I'm trying to figure out. That's a great so question. I feel, I feel those songs are timeless. Like if you, if I hear Better Roses now, if I'm shirt isn't off, it's coming off. And I don't know who I'm <laughs> riding up against. It doesn't that. matter who's I in your present that. company. So, shirt is coming off and I'm dancing with somebody. Those? Like what are they? Is it Ariana I don't Grande? know. Because – I don't know. You know what's crazy is back. If you think back in that day, rock was just as big as pop, right? Oh yes. yeah, it was just as big. And now that's not the case. You know, mm-hmm. hip hop and pop, hip hop, pop, and then country are kind of the main things. But what are the all timer pop and hip hop songs right now? That like thirty years from now, that you like whatever a twelve year old is right now. Thirty years from now, uh, they're like, oh, ninety song ninety doesn't exist anymore. Ninety percent of the stuff that is big now will not live through the next twenty years. Um, live through the next five years. Yeah, 
uh, you know, to where you listen I, to something like November Rain. I'll tell you what, though. I bet it. I bet it's a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, it's, 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 it's well, well written pop song yeah. that gives you an emotion like November Rain or something like that. It's gonna be a Taylor Swift song because she's really yeah. the only other than or Ed Sheeran. Uh, what's yeah. the, the ballad? Uh, you're, there's now, take me into your love. That's arms. it. That's like, the one. That's that's the one. Like that's because that was like five or six years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. But that is, yeah, that's the big one that Thinking was like, out loud. The, like that dude, that is, loud. I mean, that's the most dance to wedding song. Yes. You're right. You know? Yeah. You're right. There's yeah. that one. That's the middle school jam of the, but that's five or six years ago. Like what is, what, what is being played at this year's dance? That is like the, everything right. I do, I do it for you. Like I, I remember even in high school, I had vitamin C graduation. I'm just like, dude, this is my jam. Yeah. What, what do kids have? Fucking uh, some TikTok thing, flash in the pan, 30 minutes and, no longer talk about it. Yeah, I, I often wonder that. Cause you know what I was thinking about too that we got we got on the subject of this, and so we're just completely getting off this guy's question. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, got like ruined this guy's question. Uh, you know, like think about now, like country was big back then, but like there weren't nearly as many arena country acts as Mm-mm. there are now. Mm-mm. There's there's nope. 25 arena country acts now. There were three. Yeah. back in the day. Brooks and Dunn, Brooks and Dunn, Reba McIntyre, George Strait, Garth Brooks. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. I don't know, man. My first concert ever was Tim McGraw, Little Texas, and oh, Blackhawk. I, I, for, I off because because Tim McGraw still actually has puts out good songs on the radio. Right. I often forget how long Tim McGraw's been around. Yeah, that was ninety four. Yeah, Indian Outlaw was ninety four. Can you imagine if Indian Outlaw was released today? <laughs> it wouldn't be released today. <laughs> Could not do that. How about today? the band? Uh, I'm sorry, did this man just say Cherokee and Choctaw, and he's white. <laughs> My baby, he's a, she's a Chippewa. Oh yeah, y'all, yo, bro, you are canceled. <laughs> they they all gather yeah. around my teepee late at night just to catch a peek at me and nothing but my buffalo briefs. <laughs> Dude, what a great, what a banger! Come on, what a banger! Uh, what 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 fucking blue eyed white man was like? You know what? <laughs> Wasn't that his first single too, or was it "Don't Take yes. the Girl"? No, his first single that made him a superstar <laughs> was "Indian Outlaw." Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Introducing for the first time Tim McGraw singing this the most racially cultural appropriated song. A white man with a mullet and a mustache and blue eyes. Tim McGraw singing Indian Outlaw to him. What? Back when racism just really hit the spot with music, it was just so powerful. I'll take uh, who is racism hit the spot. I'll take uh, yeah yeah Alex. I'll take who is neither an Indian or an outlaw. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't answer your question, buddy. Uh, I hope you figure it out, man. It's uh, love, is, love, love is a motherfucker, man. It's a battlefield. <laughs> what is true? Love is blind. What movie is that? Is, love is a motherfucker, eh? Is that Hank Azaria that says that? Um, episode of The Simpsons, I guess. <laughs> Here is a a sex story from a male. I assume this is from your last episode, Zach. All right. Uh, hey guys, love the podcast. So when I was seventeen, I went down on this girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we've already lost him. I just, I just love like, hey, hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, I'm going through a tough life. Anyway, I went down on this chick, and uh, <laughs> I just, it was my first time ever doing this. After a while of doing it, her bones got pretty loud. I thought for sure I got her off, so I started to make my way up to start fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I love these emails. This is the kid in the shower for sure. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> to start she fucking. Looked, 
She looks. <laughs> I made she my way up to start to start. What I made my way up to start fucking. <laughs> that made me snort. <laughs> what an aggressive way! Like, oh, make love. No, we're gonna start to fuck. All right. I made my way up to start fucking, not to fuck. <laughs> to start, but yeah, we're about to start, to start fucking. Start the fuck Commence engine. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks me dead in the eyes and says, um, you're not really stopping, are you? I said, I thought you got off. And she says, you'll know when I get off. <laughs> so I went back down like and that. proceeded after a few minutes. Her bones got much louder than the first time. I was positive I got her off. So I started to slow down and she starts moaning. Don't slow down. Keep going. And you'll know when I come. So I Things always sound grosser off. when you say them. <laughs> like if I would have said that, it wouldn't sound as creepy. So I speed back up, and after about 30 seconds, I felt a fucking geyser spew a fucking gallon of what I thought was pissed at the time into my mouth and all over my face. Said you would know. I moved as fast as I could, not knowing what the fuck was going on, and she continued to erupt for what seemed like forever. I had never heard of a squirter before this. I had the holy grail of a woman in my bed when I was only 17. I was in complete awe at the time. I don't know what to say. We ended up screwing a few more times after that, and I knew if I got her off also. LOL. Uh, man, could you imagine going down there? You're like, fuck, man. You're like, you're not thirsty. And then you just uh, have to drink uh, that up. Or like, do you, okay, do you guys have to hydrate before sex? No. Hydrate? No. Yeah, like, Okay. You imagine you like you're really dehydrated. You're like, man, and you're like you're super dehydrated. You're down there, like, oh man, I'm thirsty. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh fuck, I'm I'm full. <laughs> I'm I'm full. Could you okay. drink that? No. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, that's Can like you like drink that, anything if you're not a pussy. Yeah, I mean that kind of that that's in the, you know, it's the same thing as. Uh, you know, a girl uh, uh, performing filatio and how that finishes out and that that que- the age old question. Yeah. Has everybody at the Ugh. at the risk of not getting Jared more divorced? Has everybody in this room been with someone who escorted? All right. Um, <laughs> not that actually. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> was the most awkward pause of my life. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, the first time it happens, if someone doesn't tell you that it's a thing that happens to them, it, you certainly feel like you got pissed on. You're like, what just happened? I guess because it's hot liquid. It's yeah. hot liquid. And there's a lot. And it's thin. There's a lot of it. And you're just like, okay, what is what? What is it? So I can I can see where that would be is a it, thing. Is, is, is it up to the girl to, is it com, is it courteous of the girl to say, Hey, just in case this happens, I'm not, uh, I like it would be. I, I'm a scorter. Like, or do you just let them? Here's the thing though. I feel like a lot, you know, uh, What's you know the that's equivalent? a weird thing to say before you start. If you're like already making out, you're like, Oh, by the way, but this could get messy. Yeah. Right, you just watch way, fighting force this queen and hunting. You're like, hey, you by have, the way, do you have this queen? By the way, do you have a tarp? I would have, no one, my no guts one, not, a little, a, no one, not who's ever toured with a band is going to know what I just said. Right, there. I just realized a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this queen's right. pretty. It's a narrow. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you have any painter's drop cloth here? Yeah. Dude, guys, guys who are stagehands <laughs> on yeah, festivals are going to love this podcast right now. 
You guys got any Visqueen? Yeah, for sure. I was going to say garbage bags or tart, but Visqueen is the one I hear the most. So. <laughs> you guys got any Visqueen? I will say, I mean, I would say that like, uh, for the gal like that, being as confident as she was, be like, you know, you're not done. You'll know when I, when I, when I'm done. I she feel like lying. The, she wasn't lying, but I feel like at 17, that you kind of have to let somebody know because especially if he's unaware that this kind of thing even exists. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. You're, but as an adult, I think, I, I think you just kind of have to notify. Yeah. You what's the equivalent of bail would a bail would happen. Like what's the equivalent? Like if a guy did something girl, like, Oh, sorry, I shit the batter. Sorry. I can't stop coming. <laughs> like what's the equivalent to that for a bail? I think you just, I think you got it. Man. I think I you hit know. it. It's kind of like a syndrome snake. that you yeah. fart every time you sneeze. It's right. like the other way that you, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you crap every time. You I'm call. always so afraid of <laughs> so afraid of farting. Dude, I'm so afraid of so, farting in those moments. You know, oh, you know? Is that Especially it? when you're laying on your stomach, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a. <laughs> What the fuck, man? Do you have anything else? No, I'm good. I got... (laughs) My first gripe. Your gripe after that? My first gripe is fuck John. You better watch out. You better be nice. Or you might find yourself in Zach's gripes. I hate John. That's... That's my first yeah. grade. Uh, my first grade is being, is being pegged. <laughs> oh, the, 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 oh. the, the noise that Justin's nose just made was gross. It sounded like a fart. It was like... Yeah. <laughs> really weird. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. Okay. Uh, okay. I got a couple. We'll just do them quick because I got to go. Um, why do pilots still have to wear those hats? You're crying. <laughs> I'm crying. Why do pilots still have to wear those hats? Like, it's not the fifties anymore. Like why they, they have to put those fucking stupid ass hats yeah. on every time. Why they're is like that the last, thing? they're the last holdout, like, uh, of the whole, uh, you know, the beginning of the airline industry where the, where the flight attendants all dressed really nice. Yeah. And even the passengers wore suits and dresses, oh, I missed that. you know, I when that. you flew, I think the pilot is like the, it's like the last yeah. The last little stitch of like um, professionalism, but like, but like not even professionalism, like pilots just kind of held in a higher standard kind of thing. It's almost yeah. like a, it's almost like dressing as an authority figure. Yeah. Like they, maybe they, that's what I, it is. I was on a plane. Like every time they get up, they put that hat on and I'm like, ah, why do they still have to wear the hats? It's Honestly, I'd, I feel better if a guy dresses like the, like that with the hat than if like he was dressed like me or you and flying the plane. He said, right. he had like backwards, on. like Chicago Bulls <laughs> yeah. hat on. Yeah. Backwards <laughs> Chicago Bulls right. hat. Right. Flying, Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy pants and Crocs. He's like, 747 <laughs> for Delta. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker looks like Guy Fieri. We're in Tallahassee, like, right, guys, boys. We're going to Denver. I'm like, like, no, I, we're not. I think I do. It makes me feel more comfortable this dress code. I think so. I'm. I'm. I don't right. know. I kind of disagree that was, with that was you. Just a generalized question. Uh, secondly, but it's not really great. But it's, dude, restaurants and offices when they don't play music is the most awkward. 
I don't know if there's a more awkward situation yes. for that, but I can't think of one. Cause like anytime you're in a restaurant and it's just dead quiet and all you hear is people eating, that shit is weird as hell. Like no music, zero yeah. music. You know, what's weirder to me is when they're, when you go to a place that has music and you go to the bathroom and they don't put the music in the bathroom. Ooh, and so yeah. it's dead silent in there. And so you hear all the, no all the bathroom noise in that there. That doesn't bother me as much. And you need a little bit of like background noise to like cover up all the stuff you're doing. That doesn't bother me as much. It's, it's more than you, when you're eating and it's what just if you're in the bathroom and you heard someone. Yeah. What if they only Did play you, music in the bathroom? I, no, I'm, I'm with that. I'm, I I'm like, fine with that. I don't like that. the sounds. I don't like the sounds of. of did of, you uh, did Did you notice? And they, like this happened like a couple of years ago um, when Target started playing music in the in the stores. Did that Did you notice that, or did that bother you? Because I hate it. I used to think Target was so quiet and calm and relaxing, and now that you they play pop hits all the time. Uh, no, I don't think I, like I, noticed. I'm an, I feel like I'm an Abercrombie. I don't think I noticed the switch. I don't think I did. There's um, also a Walmart uh, that's kind of like not uh, the, in the best part of town and only in the parking lot, not inside the store, in the parking lot. And through these like cheap PA speakers that you would see like at a high school football game in 1987, uh, they play nothing but like soft rock classics. Hell yeah. Um, it's just like P? Don Henley and Linda oh. Ronstadt. It was Austin <laughs> P? Which Walmart is this? Winchester. All right, it's fair. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I even mentioned a better sense. neighborhood than that. Yeah, um, it does not make sense. Uh, my other, all right, this is my last one. Um, and I know, I know for a fact, uh, Jared Moore can relate to this. Um, when I leave, you know, everybody has smart TVs now, you know, it's like where mm -hmm. all your apps are actually on the TV. When I, I got to start turning, changing the account on YouTube when I leave my house, mm -hmm. dude, my kids have ruined Ugh. my YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Ru the, here's the, here's what's on my YouTube algorithm. 90% of the time, 99% of the time cooking stuff, live shows from bands. That's it. That's it. Now it's fucking dude. Perfect. It's yeah. hunting video. I, every time I get on there, there, you know, a video of Aaron Lewis hunting with a fucking bow. I'm like, Dude, what is this? Don't and then let them like, get into hobby kids. And then they're like, they're like uh, no, no, my kids are weird. Like they, I actually like the shit they like, but like, I don't want to fucking watch it. I don't, I don't want to have to search. Like I got to search stuff now. It's not coming up in my homepage anymore. Sure. Like, but like now, like, you know, we play this game, Hunter Call of the Wild on Xbox. It's literally just dudes, Twitch videos of dudes playing Hunter Call of the Wild. That's all it is. It's all like uh, the whole, my whole shit, Fortnite. I'm like, well, I don't know, or hunting or fishing, which I like, but I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta search the things I want to watch now, and I forget what I want to watch. I had to make a dummy account that just no, basically for too. them, so that it wouldn't mess up my algorithm. Same one on Spotify. My Spotify was like, hey, you must really like Huggy Bear and and TV theme songs. Here's Spider Man in That's, 17 yeah. different versions. My my kids, my kids, you know, they listen to, they like to listen to rock, and I I don't. I like to play it, but I'm not trying to get in my car and listen to it. And my kids love to listen to it. So like now when I get in the car, I'm like Siri, play some music. And it's like, you know, disturbed. And I'm like, listen, there's a time and a place, but not when I'm trying to listen to Jackson Brown. That's not the time and the place for this. You know what I mean? We need yeah. to get Dave. You know, we need to get Dave on the podcast actually. 
because he's he's a very interesting dude. I would like to. I'll, I need. To, I'm going to text him. He is him on next week. Um, those are my gripes. Uh, Jr. Moore, thank t- you for did, jumping on. Oh, you're welcome. Did you tell everybody about about your uh, you how you look just like that little kid playing baseball? You're going to put it in here anyway. <laughs> I just needed a reason to bring it up so I could put the picture in here. <laughs> somebody tagged me. I have to go. Uh, somebody tagged me in a in a in the, one of the Shine Down forums on Facebook and said, "My friend sent me this picture of his kid and said it looked or." it looks exactly like Zach Myers or whatever. And then said, you know, or said it, you know, they thought it looked exactly like me. And I sent it a video to my friends of me screen recording it. And I was just going back and forth between the kid and me back and forth. And then I just like sent a video of me going like this. Cause I didn't think it looked alike, but apparently everyone in our text group did. And within oh, yeah. 30 seconds, they had replaced my face on the kid's <laughs> body and the kid's face on my body. And the picture's hilarious. And he was going to put it in here anyway. So didn't matter good. what. So that's what happened. So and it, it was, and I, then I posted the picture that they made on the page and I go, my friends are idiots is <laughs> literally the, the post that I made. So, all right, we won't do any news today. I got to go. Thank you, JR Moore for joining us. JR Moore needs to come on here more often. Except for he's got kids yeah. running around all the time. So he can't. I do, yeah. It helps to do this. Like when during school hours. Yeah. Cause well, normally we do it home, on a Sunday or Monday. So. We can't talk about gallons of geysers. Geyser, geyser gallons. gallons. Geyser. Exactly. Oh, you missed you missed the anus popsicles before we got on here. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, John was saying that's the new Mim Pops flavor. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any weird stuff that you want to send us that uh, would probably get you arrested by law, which is what it looks like when I looked through that email address for the first time last week, yep. uh, email us at suplifeadvice at gmail.com. John, what's the email? Suplifeadvice at gmail.com. Be sure to check out J.R. Moore's Monday Night Concert Series that has been going on for seven years. Uh, he's he has the, longest like. running, uh, the longest running, the longest running. What's Live the word? I'm thinking of. No, uh, no. What's the uh, what's the residency? Residency. It said his residence. He does it, so it's fine. Um, check it out. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube uh, and uh, like and and subscribe and click notifications and all that good stuff. And uh, we will see you next week, uh, nerds. And I get to go to Savannah tomorrow to do something really cool. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. But all right, see y'all later. Oh, I know. Later. I know.